start it up all right welcome back classic mix-up episode 11 hello up, riley how are you i'm doing great rosario how you been i'm all right i'm a little tired but uh i guess it's that time of the year so yeah, we're pushing through excited to be here for you guys today on episode 11 classic mix-up big one, one uh yeah if you don't know this is a music podcast where we're, we're going to talk about a few specific albums of the week if you will and then some other random things throughout uh yeah yeah so uh this week we both uh, well last week we gave each other a couple albums and i gave rosario the um kind of a i would say a resurgence of you know that midwest emo kind of you know yeah pop album. punk pop punk it's Alternative called rock yeah greatest hits by remo drive and Rosario this week gave me the album, uh, what is it called? Uh, Pixel, Pixel Bath, Bath by Gene Dawson. Yes. So it was kind of, uh, which is more of a techno hip hop, kind of almost like emo-y mm-hmm. hip hop, techno. It's all kinds of things. It's a lot. It's a lot to, a lot to take in. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think we're going to, yeah. we're going to kind of jump right into it here with, just going right off of what Riley said, I'll, I'll start on pixel bath. Um, mm. It's, it's an interesting album. It's, it's kind of hard to put your finger on exactly what it is at times. Um, I'd say at its core, it is electronic, uh, but it is also, I mean, in terms of the pr- presentation of the, the lyrics and the vocals, it is very hip hop rap adjacent. Yeah. So yeah, that's kind of the reason I picked it. Um, I picked it because, you know, I hasn't really, it doesn't really, uh, sound quite like anything else. And the, the mashups that he has with the electronic and the rock elements and all that, I, I just think it deserves some spotlight. Cause I think what he does here is pretty cool. I think it makes for some pretty catchy music. And, uh, I was pretty obsessed with it over the summer, actually a couple months ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, someone recommended it to me. I listened to it. And uh, I think on my second time I heard it, which was a few weeks after the first time, I like really started getting into it. Uh, I haven't listened to it much since then, but um, I had a pretty enjoyable re-listen of it this week. So, yeah. What what did you think of it? Um, I felt that the parts that I liked, uh, like were very like they waned, like very fast. Like they they weaned out very fast. They weaned themselves out. So, mm-hmm. like, I loved the start of a lot of songs, like a lot of the bass lines, a lot of the guitar. But then right when the sure. electronic beats come in, he starts rapping. It, like, ruins it. It's, like, a, the biggest boner kill for this album. Okay. It's like, That's it's like I feel like I'm listening to, like, Industry Plant. Like, something that's trying to be underground and trying to be, like, experimental, but it's just so much that it feels forced like because you have a lot of yeah. songs like even having asap rocky on that one song i forgot what it's called yeah triple uh, double yeah it was like i i had to re-listen to it when i found out that asap rocky was in it because i just totally checked out because i was very just like oh like that's cool that's an asap rocky verse but like compare that to like hitler wears hermes 10 his on uh shout out to sh- whatever uh shootouts in show soho Mm-hmm. Um, that 
ASAP Rocky versus is memorable. That's like fucking like oh my yeah. god, it's ASAP Rocky. Totally. This 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 kind of his verse in that song and and triple down or whatever. What the fuck? I'm I, classic mix up, everybody. Yeah, that, that's a classic mix up. Right classic there. mix up, triple double. So triple double. triple double, which is the second song off the album. ASAP Rocky's kind of on it. And uh, it, I feel like he got he got lost in it a little bit, but this isn't his kind of style. It's very yeah. I was surprised to see him on it the first time pop. I heard it. Yeah. So, so one one thing I'll say about uh, Gene Dawson is that his rapping has never been the best. That's not really his strong point. I know he kind of tries to like make rap music, but uh, he really leans on his production and his choruses and really the whole electronicness of it all if you will right. which i i do know that you're not the biggest fan of electronic music because i mean well i just know and uh one thing one thing about this album is that it relies like pretty heavily on on auto-tune and just like electronic, electronic elements and stuff yeah. like that electronic breakdowns yeah. that it like so yeah. what I liked was that the guitar and bass was kind of like it was distorted, kind of like a Mitski or like a like a Black Keys or even some like stuff a we talked drive. about before. Like, yeah, it, it was kind of cool, and I was ready for that to be like a part of the song. Right. But then they cut it out. He literally right, he yeah, those were, yeah. So so there's a lot of moments in the album where it'll like switch from almost like a beat switch where it'll be like normal, like what you're used to hearing type of guitars and bass lines and and yeah. drum lines. And then it will switch, like you said, like an electronic breakdown. I, I think it's kind of hit or miss for me for those those parts of the album. Hmm. I mean, a lot of the album is hit, kind of hit or miss in general. As far as Triple Double goes, I'm, I'm a fan of Triple Double. I think it's like really smooth sounding song. Um, and I, I like the way that he uses the auto-tune in this song and the electronics. Yeah. I think it kind of works to elevate his vocals. And when you tie it in with that, instrumental i think it comes off as a really fun energetic song yeah um i totally get that and I, and there is uh i i guess i i could see how you would want it to be a little bit more coherent but at the end of triple double uh there is a really cool like guitar solo that comes in which is not electronic at all it's like it's just a yeah stripped back kind of basic guitar yeah. solo which is cool well, that and that's what I mean is like it's not that there isn't good guitar and bass in this mm -hmm. album; it's just that it gets taken away from you. You know, it doesn't yeah, it does. It does it sometimes. Just gets ripped yeah, out of the song, like it for and and it get like instead of having a cool distorted guitar, they have a mm -hmm. cool distorted like electronic, like probably like a MIDI or something like that, like just a keyboard, and then they do the yeah. drops, where like what? How do I explain this? But what would be guitar is instead of electronic MIDI, and it sounds different, but it messes up the flow in some parts for me, uh, which is okay. Like I mean, like it's just some people's music. Like that's just what people like. But I like yeah. I feel like um, do you know uh, was it Black MIDI or yeah? Do you know I do. that 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 band is kind of like that where they have a lot of distortion and electronic and that kind of stuff and mm -hmm. but um kind of chaotic. Well, yeah, and this reminded me a lot of like, like JPEG Mafia, Death Grips, yeah, Injury Reserve. Not as not as abrasive though. This album is more kind of smooth and and fun and a little more like 
Right. I think that goes with the idea that I feel like that this is almost like an industry plant for like they were like yeah, they listened to like J that. JPEG Mafia and Injury Reserve and we're like, okay, mm -hmm. what can we make? What like let's throw some like like <laughs> let's throw some like juice world onto this and yeah. Well the good. thing is is that he kind of has you know one one thing that I think is kind of a lot of artists like one thing that a lot of people may struggle with is that you kind of have a couple different styles and you're kind of dipping your foot in a lot of different places, yeah. but you're not making one cohesive thing or you're not like embracing your strengths. I think that's a really important thing right. for an artist finding their sound. Like for example, for, for Gene Dawson is you have tracks like Oh six bursts, which are like super aggressive and dark and kind of yeah. loud, chaotic, kind of closer very, like, to like death, death grips. grips. I, yes, exactly. I mean, like, I wanted to say not to cut you off, but I don't want to lose this. No, thought. Like, it's not a bad thing that he sounds like Injury Reserve, uh, Death Grips, and JPEG Mafia, and I you can hear the inspiration of like like I'm like oh this this like like that one song that you're talking about the 06, mm -hmm. whatever, mm -hmm. um that was Death Grips. I was like fuck this is this is like a cool like lighter Death Grips song, right? And I it made me listen to Injury Reserve, which was one of my favorite like rap groups back yeah. in like high school like early high school like when i listened to a lot of earl like when some rap songs came out uh yeah. i recommend a um kind of off topic but injury reserve i re recommend the song three man weave by injury reserve and you okay. might like I it. it's got, pretty i haven't like, gotten into them too much um, I, I started listening to their most recent album and yeah. i never really finished it because i couldn't get into it but i think i should give it another try yeah, I mean, we'll listen to their top songs, and you might like it. Because yeah, I feel like I would. Like, I know like, a lot of people who like them. Injury Reserve's kind of like Gene Dawson in the sense of, like, their production's kind of out there, so it's like... Okay, yeah. Yeah. But anyway, going back to, like, like the um, to the whole idea is that, like, like, the inspiration I can tell is there. Like, this guy's definitely, like, inspired by, like, different mm -hmm. genres, and I, I'm trying to think of who else he reminds me of like a josiah you know remember that guy yeah he like right when x died he kind of popped off yeah it's like I, it was uh, on tiktok it was it was a whole bunch i i know what you're talking about he's kind of the allowed like aggressive it's called guy. like break or something yeah it, but like that production oh break shit like, yeah yeah break shit or yeah uh, rico nasty this reminds me of rico nasty a little definitely. bit definitely like, i love, Some, I love yeah. rico nasty but um, I, I so what I was what I was gonna what I was getting to is that I wish that he leaned more mm -hmm. into one side instead of kind of flip flopping. So you have a song like Oh Six Burst that is kind of that dark and really aggressive song, but then there's also like a lot more like lighthearted kind of upbeat songs like like Devilish and and Pyrotechnics and right. I I get it. It's cool to have that kind of variation on your album, and I I I do appreciate that. But I think he should really kind of, instead of being kind of jack of all trades, master of none, I think he could really improve by by going down one lane and kind of sticking to it. Like, so for example, or, yeah, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, I was going to give an example. Like, one thing that he does that I like that other artists do that other uh, like artists I like, like say Kenny Mason, for example, or mm. or Paris Texas, for example, is like the rock rap thing where yeah. you have like a like a kind of heavy like rock and roll guitar riff and bass line and then you rap over that i always think that sounds really good and 
Yeah. Gene Dawson kind of dips his foot into that, but he really leans more towards the electronic stuff. So yeah, that's just an example I guess, of one way he could kind of iron it out. Right. And I think you brought up a good example in Kenny Mason is like, you can see where like Kenny Mason, like I, I, I didn't really know about Kenny Mason until like uh, the forever story dropped. And you're like, dude, you have to listen okay. to Kenny Mason. Like he's good. Yeah, One of my favorite and, artists. Uh, Kenny Mason. Like, and I, and you were like, oh, he does rock and, and he does like R and B does a little bit of everything. But the thing mm-hmm. with Kenny Mason, he, he consolidates a style to a song. So you think of yeah, like, definitely hit, like you think a hit that is a rap song. You know, 100%. But like you think of like anything off of his new album, that's more like it is more like each individual song. Like the three like what middle songs of that album are like rock. Yeah, there's some songs that, there's some songs on on Ruffs that are straight yeah. up rock and roll songs, and there's songs on that. Yeah, of course he he's great at bad. pretty much everything he tries to do. He is great at it. I highly recommend checking out Kenny Mason, but, um, yeah, but that's what, but I think that's what the thing, the difference with Gene Dawson is that like, I don't know yeah. if his new albums kind of do this better, but like almost consolidating like the sounds to individual songs. Yeah. I, I agree with that. Um, I, I think he would benefit from, you know, I, I, you know, you're right. I agree with that. I think I'm thinking about my favorite songs, you know, my favorite songs kind of stick to one style and he really like, delves fully into that thing instead of kind of like you said going around to all sorts of different things so I for liked... example my my favorite song is uh pyrotechnics mm-hmm. which is the outro it's uh it's a really i think it's a really good way to wrap up the album it's a much slower maybe a little more emotional song i mm-hmm. i think um that that kind of taps into a little more of his like rock and roll but it's like a, a kind of a slow rock and roll Right. And uh, it, it is still hip hop at the end of the day, but it, it's still, I mean, there's a way to, to kind of pull from different inspirations and mesh genres together. There's a way to do it. And, you know, I think that is one thing that does it well. And the way to not do it is like you said, the songs where he is, I guess, jumping around all over the place and kind of losing your attention by doing that. Yeah. I mean, okay. So kind of going back a little bit, but like, I, I was trying to look at the songs that I liked mm-hmm. and I, you brought up that, like those songs that you like tend to stick to the same kind of sound and stuff. I, that's totally right. agree. Like my two favorite songs are bruise boy and Pegasus. Okay. Are, like, yeah. Bruise boy, bruise is, boy is another one of my favorites. Yeah. It's slow, but it sounds good. It has a similar, like yeah. consistent sound. Pegasus has that guitar all the way through it until the ending. And it's right. kind of like, it sounds like, good and consistent and i enjoyed that and i was like oh yeah sounds good but then like yeah i'm a i'm a big that, fan of the slower parts of the album like bruise boy has that bridge at the end um yeah. not the most impressive rapping obviously but I, I think it's a really good cohesive song it's enjoyable to listen to but like after 06 burst in between so i guess 06 burst to like pyrotechnics i like agree a lot of those songs were like weak like, that's Alicia, the worst part of the album for sure your yeah. bones power freaks could i could have i think i literally skipped policia yeah well policia is kind of tough because it's all in spanish for yeah. one but it's also just well not, i mean it's not but just it song. wasn't a flow it must have been a transition song or something but. yeah i i think the it's kind of weird because this is a weird criticism to have of an album this short i mean it's only sitting at, at 39 minutes but I think it would have been better suited as something more around like 25 
because yeah. although his I, although his ideas are like experimental and and cool, uh, I just don't know if the ideas and alone are enough to carry a whole album. Uh, and that's kind of evident, I think, in his newest release that dropped in 2022. Mm. Uh, I listened to it once. I, I don't really remember it, but I just remember not really liking it so much and not not seeing much improvement with him. Um, right. Which kind of sucks because I, I think he he has good ideas with what he's trying to do. I'm a big fan of the whole rock rap genre and even a lot of the electronic parts of the album I, I tend to enjoy, but the album still feels a little scattered and yeah. a little all over the place. But personally, I think it's still, there's still a lot of enjoyable songs, even though there's kind of a dry spell there that we mentioned, there's a lot of enjoyable songs. And I think it's a really cool album conceptually and what he was trying to do. Yeah. I, I just like, I just got bored with it, but I mean, I, I just, it just wasn't my thing, but I don't listen to a lot of this. Mm -hmm. stuff. Like I don't listen to a lot of, rock yeah, right. Right. Like, I, I like more underground or mainstream. Like if we're going to be like, like I, and I like, like words, like he doesn't really say much. Like I, no, I was, he doesn't I was really. pretty surprised His, because usually you, you give me albums that are like, if it's a rap, they it's say lyrically dense. it's like, Oh yeah. my God, like this is good lines or the, the bars in this are like enjoyable to listen to. But like, this yeah, is like, like I said, uh, Gene's not really the, the greatest rapper. He really leans on the whole, the atmosphere that he creates with the production. Cause I think that's what he's going for really is by making the production so chaotic and electronic and distorted, all these things that we've said, you know, and then he comes with his vocals with, with the way he delivers it. He's high energy, usually fairly like pretty fast. Yeah. Um, the, the lyrics and the flows kind of definitely take a, a backseat to just the atmosphere of the music, which that's what he's really leaning on. So right. if you're not a fan of electronic, you're not going to be a fan of the album at all. Yeah, and I, I, and I, I wouldn't consider myself a fan of electronic. I, I just, I think he does it pretty well. Yeah, no, no, it's, um, I don't know. I feel like this was kind of like this album was also more of a, uh, I guess, an album in the sense of just making noise or putting songs out. Because like we listen to, we've listened to some great storytelling albums, some albums mm -hmm. that are cohesive, some albums that are almost too cohesive and sound exactly the same. And like, but this album kind of doesn't like. You look at even the title and the cover, and then like the the song titles and the narrative of the songs. It almost just feels like he made these individual songs, and I was like, okay, let's slap them together and send them out, which is happens yeah, that's a lot. That's why I feel like it would be better suited as like a shorter EP like or EP. like, I think, I think he has the ability in him to, to make something that has like a, a proper flowing transition. Even if, even if you start at, at electric or like indie pop or whatever, and right. then end at like black metal, I think what, like, he, I think he could pull off a transition like that throughout an entire album. Um, I just don't. I, I don't think he's he's done it here, obviously, because he's really jumping around a lot. But I think the, the way that the ways that he chooses to make music, I think they have pros and cons. I mean, yeah, the pros are it's really interesting sounding stuff. It's it's unique. Um, it, it provides you with something that you don't get from other places. Um, the cons, of course, being you have to have control over that and not kind of let the music get out of control 
which we've mentioned on on some songs that kind of happens and it leaves you with just kind of not knowing what just happened sometimes but yeah it's like i feel i feel like a bunch of songs are trying to be hype when they're just not you know yeah i i find i find some of them uh some of them may fall flat uh for some people but i i find some of them to be i mean do you get uh, what i'm trying to say though with that though no i do it's like i can tell that like maybe it was just for me just with me or something but like a couple of the songs that i could tell that he wanted to almost do like a like a JPEG mafia switch up where he like switches up to a crazy beat or like a super fast mm-hmm. beat or even like a, like, let's say like, hmm, who else has done this? Like, fuck. Like, a I, I think of like outcast or something like that, where they switch up to like a, a like a beat switch. Basically like yeah. his beat switches are supposed, I have a place in the song where they're supposed to be like a mosh song. Like you're listening to right. a Josiah or a ski mask or a, you know, X or, mm-hmm. you know, like that kind of like that more like SoundCloud rap, like Smoke Perp, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, Comethazine, like that kind of shit. But it just falls so flat. I don't know if that's the mixing. I mean, some of the songs are good, but again, I like the, the songs that have consistent sound and those were not the hype songs. You yeah, know, like, almost, that's fair. Like I, I think some of edgy. the... Almost like he's trying I think to some of the, edgy, but it does, it's just not. I think some of the quote-unquote like hype songs they're talking about, I I uh, I get where you're coming from, and I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it to something like you know something by from like Cardi or like a Travis Scott beat switch or like a Baby Keem beat switch. It's it's not there, but I I get the, I guess the point that he's that he's going for there. I think the thing about this album is that. There's a lot of good things about it. Uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff here that certain type of people would really like. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you listen to this album, there's a, a decent chance that you're that you're really gonna love it. But it does kind of have to connect for you. So for me, in the summer when I was listening to this a lot, you know, for whatever reason, it was just really hitting for me. And and granted, there was only certain songs that I was listening to a lot. I, it wasn't really the whole right. album. Yeah, but the there there were just some some certain songs that uh, really just hit for me. They kind of, I don't know everything kind of stars aligned and, and lined up perfectly for me to really like them. But uh, overall, I mean, it leaves a little bit to be desired, and it makes me sad. You know, I first heard it when this was his most recent stuff. Um, since then, there's he's had another album come out. It, it makes me kind of sad that that his newer album was a little disappointing because. This would have been a great album to look back on and say, you could okay, it's got its flaws, but yeah. he, he has potential, and I, I like the direction he's going, which I did. And I, I'm going to have to re-listen to his newest album, but um, get back to us. I don't know. I feel like he didn't really capitalize on the opportunities that he had after this album becoming fairly popular. Hmm. Damn. Okay. Well, um, uh... Do you have any recommendations off this album? I mean, yeah. So, so I, I was about to say my favorites are are Devilish, Triple Double, uh, probably Pyrotechnics, and Bruise Boy. Hmm. Um, it's kind of a love it or hate it album, and it took me a couple of listens to get to the point where things started. I started seeing the vision. Yeah. Um, it might be the type of thing where, since it is kind of chaotic and and loud, that 
you might need a couple of listens to, I guess, decipher really some of the maybe songs. That's, but... Maybe that's what happened with me on this, but... I mean, I mean, I know you're also not that big of a fan of electronic music, though. And I mean, and if you're listening to this podcast and you're not a fan of electronic music, I definitely wouldn't recommend it because he relies heavily on auto tune and kind of electric sounding beats. But I think well, it, it works it's well. The for worst him. parts of like it's the stuff I don't like about Cardi and Travis Scott and like all that kind of stuff. And it's yeah, album and I'm just like. You know, it's it's all right. I don't know. I can't even say it's all right. It's just was it was all right. You know, that's okay. It's okay for you to not like it. Uh, it's not. It's not my kind favorite. of a shot in the dark. Me recommending this one Listen, to him. Hey, hey, I really hey. just wanted to kind of d- d- discuss, which we did, all the different genres that he pulls from, and and mm. I guess how the stuff he does well, which I don't know if I've done a, a great job of doing, but um, I think he does a great job of of being high energy in his delivery. Um, I think he does a, a great job of of creating atmospheres with the auto-tuned voice combined with the electronic instrumentals. I think it oftentimes actually makes for a really pleasant sound. Um, and I think he does the pulling other elements into hip-hop really well, being able to bring electronic music into hip-hop and being able to bring rock and roll into hip-hop and kind of sometimes making it all align perfectly and work out. It's amazing. Uh, sometimes you kind of throw shit at the wall and see what sticks. And sometimes it's not much, but uh, I respect the risks and the experiments that he's taken here. Um, I hope that he continues to try them and really embrace the stuff that he does well. And hopefully one day really come up with a good cohesive sound um, and really a direction for him to follow. That's not so scattered. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's about all I have to say. Um, I it was just funny because a couple of times I was expecting the song to be like a Mitski song, and I, yeah, for him to just go like total indie Mitski. pop on you. Well, and then I was like, oh shit, this is gonna be good, and then it was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. like yeah. switched up on me, huh? Um, oh, that's fair. But I recommend Bruce Boy Pegasus Triple Double, or not Jevilish. Devilish, Bruised Boy, Pegasus. Yeah, that's a good three. Um, I think I agree with that. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, I guess uh, transitioning now. Yeah, I mean, if you don't, if you want to transition to the other album, you can do that, sir. Yeah, I've said my piece about the Gene okay. Dawson album. Um, yeah, next up, we've got a uh, kind of a heavy hitter here. I was. I forgot how good this, this album was. Yeah, it's good. Um, it's I really was, good. So. I gave Rosario the album, uh, 2017 album by the band Remo Drive called Greatest Hits. Funny enough, uh, we'll get into that in a little bit. But basically, this is a pop punk emo indie kind of indie rock thing. And it's a short album, 37 minutes, but it's full of bangers. And uh, this was, I was 15 when this came out, and I caught this right when it came out. So I was, you know, sophomore in high school sophomore in high school and this shit was dude this is nostalgic for me this album reminds me of my, this reminds me of my first girlfriend this reminds me of my second girlfriend this reminds me of like my first kiss like this album i was jamming through all of the like growing yeah. up stages of high school like i was like like oh for sure was like at a party one time and just being like dude turn this song on and it was fucking art school you know what i mean yeah like, 
it's it's funny that you you say that because this is the first time I've heard this album, yet it also felt nostalgic to me because it reminds me of the music that I listened to during everything you just described. It wasn't this album in particular, but this this album reminds me of the music that I was listening to. So yeah. it, it had the same effect for me, That's except awesome. all the songs were new and I've heard them for the first time. And, and I've been listening. Which is great because there's a couple of songs on, there's three songs on here at minimum three that where we're like, have I have jammed like they've been on playlists since like 2017, 2018. Like it's art school. You're mm-hmm. killing me. And I'm my own mm-hmm. doctor. Those three songs okay, yeah. have been on my playlist forever. So, yeah. Um, I mean, and I can't blame down, you for that because they're awesome. Yeah. I guess I'll go down, I'll start go, off by saying yeah, go, um, my thoughts, I, which I've already said is that I, I really loved it. Um, I don't, I don't really have many notes for this album because I was kind of jamming. So I'm, I'm going fine, off the cuff dude. a little bit, that's but fine. yeah, of course it's fine. Um, so yeah, this uh this album was sick. Um it mm-hmm. it brings me back to, to like the early 2000s. Well, okay. I I say it brings me back to the early 2000s as if I was there. I, I mean, technically I was there, but I, I wasn't listening to music because I was a small child, but yeah. um it reminds me to the to uh, it reminds me of music from the early 2000s, mm-hmm. which I listened to like 5, 6, 7 years ago. And so it brings me back to that point, you know, middle school mainly, high school. Um, but but the point the point I guess that I'm I'm trying to get out here is that emo and and pop punk in general is like a like a dying genre. Um, you don't see too many people kind of doing that anymore, uh, or at least not doing it well. I mean, I guess you have Machine Gun Kelly, but that is really cool. Uh, um, uh, right. I uh, gross. sorry sorry to all the Machine Gun Kelly fans out there. Grow but, up. Um, yeah, no, he's I bad. hate Machine um, Gun Kelly. Yeah, me too. Um, I saw a picture of someone we know at a Machine Gun Kelly concert. Of. And I will what's the talk initials? about it later. Um, CM. <laughs> I'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yeah. I'll, anyways. I'll, I'll type down um, CM somewhere. Okay. okay. Uh, anyways, it's super refreshing to hear an album like this in 2022, almost 2023, maybe when you're hearing this. Um it just made me so happy. It's it was brought back so much nostalgia for me, and it's an it's a great album. I mean, nostalgia aside, and just me loving this genre aside, um, yeah, it, it was it was great. Um, oh, so good. It reminds so me of all the bands that I loved from the peak of the emo kind of era. But it's different. It's still like you can hear the. It new is. Music. Yeah, the more garage rock influences. That's what I like too. Is it wasn't like a, like it's not like it's not a carbon copy of anything. It sounds. No, it still sounds its modern. Thing. Yeah, right. It's its own thing. You can hear more elements of garage rock, and like indie, instead of just pure emo or yeah, like pop punk. Yeah. So so what I what I think it is is you know. It, it reminds me of, like I said, all of those bands from the from the kind of emo era, like Blink-182, you know, Blink-182 is really the main one that I, I this reminded me of, mm. who was and still really is one of my favorite bands in that genre. And I think the similarity in that kind of comes from, like, the nasally and sometimes, like, whiny singing that the lead singer of this band has. Um, 
and of course the the classic kind of angsty punk subject matter mm. uh and a lot of the lyrics really came through but but past that i think it's fairly unique i think what what they one thing they do really well is they they're able to bring in the modern elements but still stay true to the classic sounds that i'm used to yeah. and uh you know that that which is fine by me that they're bringing in classic sounds because this this genre is pretty much been perfected almost 15 yeah. years ago or 20 years ago. Well, I think what's really good is that they do, they bring in the good things like the modern, modern day mixing, like of mixing course, the yeah. songs well, but it mm -hmm. doesn't ruin the song. It makes it sound better. It doesn't make it sound shitty. Yeah. You know? And and I'll note, I'll note that in terms of the mixing, it's, it, it doesn't seem to be mixed perfectly to me. Um, it, it sounded like they recorded the vocals and the instrumentals separately or something. And then like like layer them together or, or something, but the singer it, it it sounds good though. What, what I'm trying to get to is that it's unique sounding. It like if you listen to like art school right now, the singer sounds like he's in a different room than the instruments. But like I don't know, it sounds good to me. Did you get what, what I'm kind of saying? Or yeah, no, exactly. Like it's just the singing stands out. It, you know, you could tell that they don't they probably didn't record the singing at the same time as the guitar and drums. Yeah, I don't think they did, but which which is fine works. because it doesn't yeah. like ruin anything. It still sounds no, not at all. Good. Yeah, I, I think just, it it made I, for this song. Uh, this whole album just makes me so happy. Me too. Like me too. Not, it just like, put so a smile good. on my face. I, I literally wrote down in my limited notes. I just wrote. Uh, this is my type of music, <laughs> which I think, I, oh, dude, there's not even like a song that I'm like, Oh, would you like this song? Cause I know you'd like it. Like trying to, yeah, I like, it. I like most, if not every song. Um, okay. I would say I, there's two songs that are like my least favorite would be summertime and name brand. My okay. I was going to say, I was going to say summertime also. Okay. Kind of just, Maybe because it's the middle of the album, there's just nothing really significant about it. But like, um, it, it comes, it, it but it kind of sucks because it's like a, it's a different kind of song. It's slow. It, it's really slow at the beginning. Yeah. But then after like, so, like songs one through four, art school, hunting for sport, crash test rating, and strawberryita, are all like faster songs that are good. Yeah. Those and might be my that might be my favorite like three or four track run kind of like right to Dude. start it off. I, but I would have to like, but at each shit trying to fool you, you're killing me. I'm my own doctor, name brand. Yeah. Not a bad yeah. ending. Yeah. So trying to fool you and you're killing me are also two of my favorites. I think. Oh my God. It's so good. Trying yeah. To fool so good. I, um, I will say one thing about, um, one thing that's, that's pretty consistent throughout the whole album. That I just noticed. I don't know why this is a random thing I kind of picked out, but uh, whoever plays the bass on this album, that guy rocks. Um, every single song I noticed like a really good bass line in it. So that that's one thing that kind of appealed that's to me. That, but I think that's that pop punk like influence. Because you think right. about pop punk bands and every, they always like, every have band that. has a good bassist. There's no right. constant bass. It's like pretty good bass, and that's what I think. That's where they get in like inspired from too 
Yeah, yeah. Of course, you have you have like Mark Hoppus in Blink Eighty Two or um, Pete Wentz. Yeah, who? Yeah. So the the or, base is uh, fuck not Trey Cool. Fucking uh, Mike Dern. I I'm a I need to walk out now. I just fucked up Green okay. Day's bassist name. That's okay. Uh, I don't know the names of of most bands. That's okay. Um, but but yeah, no. It, what what we're trying to say is that it is very characteristic of the kind of pop punk music to have like a heavy kind of really convicting baseline that really grabs you and, and catches your attention. And I noticed it here. I thought it was awesome. Um, another note about the album in general is that I think the songs have really good transitions. I think going from the end of one song to the start of another one is really cool and seamless. And when you have a whole album, that's just like slappers back to back to back over and over, like, it's pretty easy, but this is like the quickest 37 minutes of my life. Like it just went from one to another so smoothly and every song just rocks. So yeah. Yeah. Like I'm listening to the album as we're talking about it now because yeah. it's that good. That's yeah, the I first don't blame time you. I might listen to it after this. this. I, it's the first time I've done that on this podcast. Usually I'm pretty like, like I try to yeah. stay focused. I, I think, exactly. you know, I don't, I don't want to uh, speak for you, but I think we might have run into the problem that we've run into before on this album where it's like everything about it is kind of so good that, that we don't really know uh, what to say exactly. Yeah. Oh, I can break it down more I because I, I can probably say more about like what makes the song so good. Because like yeah, I, I love to hear your, your takes on that because yeah, I was kind of just so, like jamming and vibing. So, so the thing with the reason why I picked this album too is because I kind of had some controversy with it after I listened to it a lot. So you know, uh, I guess before I break down all these songs, I there was like this dilemma with this album and the band that I was like kind of weird about because around this time that I was listening to this album, I was listening to a lot of mom jeans as well, which mom jeans is like an indie rock kind of pop punk kind mm -hmm. of band. And their lead singer had, uh, he had like sexual assault allegations and that kind of thing. And then after that, it was kind of like a, like, Oh fuck. Like indie rock resurgence is dead because then what happened with this band was that they fucking, they fucked over their, uh, um, drummer. So if you're looking okay. at the cover, the, the two guys on the left kicked out the guy on the right. Okay. So the two guys on the left kick out the guy on the right, and there's no explanation why. More, it was probably a, like they they wanted to cut him out of the deal and uh, like a record deal or something like that. It was super fucking petty. And after after the you know that whole shit with the mom jeans lead singer and Remo Drive, I was just like, I can't. This is this is was supposed to be fun. Yeah. I wanted to go to house shows. I wanted to get into the more like DIY indie scene. And, uh, this, you know, this is high school, whatever. Well, and it kind of led into COVID time too. And I got more into Black Keys, way back into Black Keys again. And uh, more Dan Auerbach blues kind of stuff. And I got away from the indie rock, which is surprising because now I'm, you know me as like, since we've kind of had a resurgence in our friendship, uh, you've known me as more of an indie rock guy Definitely. and that was a newer thing for that was probably around when i started talking to you i got back into indie rock i didn't listen okay. to any because i was like everybody's a piece of shit everybody's a whiny little bitch everybody's a fucking sexual That's harasser true. and everything and so i was like but anyway so like after this album after their uh 2017 album remo drive has not been the same they have they don't have a song 
anywhere comparing. Like you, you kind of talked about Gene Dawson not having a good mm-hmm. uh, bounce back album. These guys don't have one song that is close to anywhere the, as good as the song, the songs on these on this album. The wow. worst song, "Summertime," is mm-hmm. ten times better than any other song that they have. And it's kind of sad that I like I'll look on like TikTok and I'll see like someone be like, "Remo Drive." Their newest album is so good and then i'm like okay i'll go listen to it i'm like oh my god you did you didn't like you like people that listen to remo drive now were not exposed to greatest hits when they first came out and it's kind of sad okay. because in hindsight this album will be their greatest hits album you know because yeah. they just which is kind of creepy think- that they named it that and then it kind of became this um Apple Music is actually confused by an album being called Greatest Hits. Uh, they have it under the compilations category, not even under the albums category. Nope, it's, uh, that's what the album is called. Yeah, but from what I understand, it might as well be. But, yeah, no, yeah. But it's just like... Well, that, that you know, and that sucks because, you know, you kind of talked about your, your journey with, you know, indie rock and whatnot. For me, it was, I've talked about this on the show before. I used to listen to like this type of stuff, kind of alt alt rock and like pop punk stuff. Like I used to listen to like religiously that for a good couple few years mm-hmm. before I started branching out. And then I kind of dumped it for a while, like Riley said. Um, and then I, I I've gotten back into it in the past few years, but um it's been mostly just continuing to listen to those artists I used to like, not really discovering yeah. new ones. You know, I've just I've just been always There's a going lot back of good stuff, the, dude. Like, right? If I and if I I'm just, just haven't gotten into it, but well, yeah, I got. So that's why great, I was excited to hear this. What's great is kind of uh, being on social media. Like, I used to hate social media, but being on social media, like especially like TikTok, has exposed mm-hmm. me to so much new music that I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Like, it re-exposed me to Remo Drive. That's kind of why I got back into them, as I saw like absolutely. that post that I was just talking about where. This person was like, "Oh, listen to this song. It's a great song," and it sucked. Like it was one of Remo Drive's new songs, and listening to hardcore stuff and listening to Turnstile, and getting back into like almost like uh, get Neutral Milk Hotel, Mitski, like uh, even Elliot Smith, like all the slower mm-hmm. stuff. Like, uh, like I I loved that. I kind of was able to get that back in the past year, and you know, or so. Yeah, totally. It's a good, it's good music. I mean, like just because, you know, you don't agree with like with Remo Drive, for example, I don't agree how they treated their drummer, but I still like this album that this drummer contributed to, you know, it it, it actually helps me sleep at night knowing that their album suck after the drummer got kicked out. Yeah. It's kind of like karma for them, but um, I totally agree with you on, on what you were saying. I mean, of course I have music that I just kind of seek out and find. And I've had stuff that I've listened to forever before I was even on social media, but I would not have the taste I have at all without the internet. It's such a great tool. And with streaming services, we have more access to music now than we ever have before. I mean, before streaming services, you would have had to like, you know, let's say we were doing classic mix up 10 or 15 years ago. We would have had to like go buy a CD or, or I, you, I, I know I would like borrow it from you if I wanted to hear the, the album that you recommended me. Yeah, like, it's I would have to mail so you much less accessible. CD, yeah, to fucking Houghton. Right, it, it wouldn't even be possible. We're 550 miles apart. It's like, but with with the you know the introduction of streaming services and social media and stuff. Yeah, it's awesome for for artists being able to grow 
and for people being able to find for more stuff they like college and, kids who can't afford to buy music yeah yeah i mean i've i've got the apple music family plan it's 15 dollars yeah, a month I'm and on i have five people on there i'm on the spotify family plan with yeah it's it's a beautiful there. thing it's a beautiful I, um, thing it's basically you know so yeah, yeah i mean what's awesome too is that um it's just it's yeah it's like i don't know like i'm i'm glad to have like uh like i guess the the availability to like okay the accessibility to these services are are fucking insane like i would mm-hmm. love to show someone that it like i love it when i talk to someone and they're like oh i've never heard of this band and i'm like oh my god like i want to show you every song you know and when you get like there's a difference between like me going up to my girlfriend and being like hey have you heard of this band her being like no and me being like, oh my god i have to play this song this song and she's just very like okay but when you get mm-hmm. that one person that is like oh yeah no i'm interested in this and wants to be like oh do like oh like let's listen, and listen to to snap or something. together well i think that's why me and you get along so well when we talk right about i was just gonna say that we both nerd out for music that we show each other no matter what it is like even that gene dawson album i listened to all of it and i still like said that some parts were cool for sure you know but like yeah it, it's cool but um also like what's really cool with streaming services is that they know you're listening so well that like if you listen they can to, recommend like, a, stuff yeah and their recommendations are so are so dead on and i think the curators with fairly spotify are really like they hire some good curators for like their because if you want to hop into a yeah like listen to a uh indie rock playlist you're gonna get a good variety or a really niche subsect you're gonna find good playlists Mm -hmm. because people curate their own playlists too and you can click on something random and be like oh i want to get into this like diy stuff this more hardcore stuff and then yeah you could find your next favorite artist you know, yeah, like, that's cool. And, and, you know, I, I agree because, um, for example, I'm looking at my Apple music right now and it's giving me more like pixel bath and it's showing the artists that we mentioned or some, like it's showing Paris, Texas, who I mentioned, Kenny Mason, who I mentioned JPEG mafia, who you mentioned, you know, so they're, they're kind of on point with, yeah, with that type of things. And that's how I find, you know, a lot of stuff, but I guess kind of bringing it full circle back to what I was talking about before is that this genre, this like pop punk emo, it, it, it doesn't get, it's not being made as often and it's not being promoted as often. And I feel like it's just overall rarer to see. And I was just really, really happy to get the opportunity to hear a newish, I mean, new to me, pop punk emo album of this quality. And it's crazy it that this album really is five years old. It's crazy that this album is five years old. Like I'm looking at it, I'm like, damn. Like I'm like, wow, five years ago. Like that's yeah. crazy. Well, for me, it for me, you know, it might as well be three days old. That's when I well, heard and it, that's dude. I will be listening to it. You can text me anytime. You're like, dude, this song's so good. Yeah, and I already did. You know, I yeah. don't, I don't, I, I, we, we usually don't talk before the podcast i would i mean we talk literally before the podcast but we don't talk in the week leading up to it that we recorded about the albums mm. um often but I, I i did uh text riley like you really you really hit it out of the park with this one because this is yeah. my exact like like you know like how we were just talking about how the spotify curators they they know what you want to hear like 
you nailed it for me. This is dude, exactly I got, like I got more I shit if you. I got hey off pod. I can send you some stuff. Like dude, like you're running out of albums, and I find a new album that's one of my favorite albums every day. Yeah, no, I I I, I do I also. It's stuff. just yeah, I I uh, I am glad that uh, we have this kind of outlet for that kind of an excuse to do that. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I guess going back to this album more. Uh, what this album does the best is create nostalgia, and I think yeah, easily never even if you didn't go through high school, like when I like I think when I was listening to this album for the first time, I was fresh in high school and kind of like I, I didn't really experience high school or like you know like or they talk about things more like college level or that kind of stuff. Like even art school is more about like like girls that go to art school but that's not necessarily high school girls they're more like you know like college but mm-hmm. you know like it could be art schools in high school art girls you know but they like they talk about girls and it's like art 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 class girls and i was like an art kid and i was like oh my god these guys are talking about girls that i like like you know like i was like oh my god yeah for sure but um for sure it just, even if you haven't experienced what they talk about, it's so nostalgic to be like, oh man, it's almost like be daydreaming. Like they almost like each song is like a daydream song of like something that would play in your head, like thoughts that would play in your head. Yeah, like, dude. And that's, class. and that's why I like some people find that cringe about this genre, you know, whatever. I, I, I tend to like that, that they have that kind of angsty teenage kind of, uh, well, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but you know, they're, they're, they're sometimes relatable, sometimes just entertaining, but without fail, I'm just always able to be kind of transported to they're They're so atmospheric and just create this environment for the listener that to me is just so fun and enjoyable and nostalgic. And it just, I don't know, the, the record really just put a smile on my face. It was, like I said, the fastest 37 minutes I've had in a long time, I think. And yeah, uh, I will just, be indulging in the album in the future. It's just so good. Yeah, um, I've got a couple well, favorite it, tracks. It's too. a it's a lot about self care as well, which is kind of cool. Like I'm my own doctor. It's being yeah. Great. I don't know. I don't know. It's just so good. It is. It, I I mean I if you couldn't tell from the last like 20, 30 minutes we've been talking about it. I mean I couldn't recommend it enough. Oh, it's so but, good. Like I could not recommend yeah. this album even more. Yeah, totally. I'm I'm surprised but, it took you 11 weeks to get this to me, but I'm glad I'm glad I, I forgot got about it, dude. I forgot about yeah. it. Yeah, I yeah. There's there's me. plenty of stuff that I'm forgetting about too, and like I, I heard something come on my playlist today, and I'm like, oh, I I have to Riley has to hear this album. So okay, I'm yeah. gonna save it, but uh, yeah, you're gonna hear it. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. It's like I listen to a lot of music, but I have this friend mm-hmm. who actually recommended the podcast to. I don't know if Josh is listening to this. What's up, Josh? What's up, Josh? Uh, he like I sh- we were showing like each other like our Spotify like saved music and I have like six thousand songs mm-hmm. he has like fourteen thousand songs saved or something Holy like shit. that and it's like he listens to he's like oh no I have like a I have a house music playlist and then I have more of a of more like a dad rock playlist and then I'm like it- it's just wild and he listens that he listens to everything this dude That's listens cool. to everything so uh shout out to him but uh, that's what I aspire to be shout out Josh dude you're a cool dude. Yeah, 
So, yeah, but right, uh, two top songs. Yeah, I was gonna say I, I've got some top songs. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you four because I don't think I can narrow it down to three. So, Dude. um, I'm gonna go with uh, this is an order of the track list, by the way. No, no order here. Uh, I'm gonna say Art School, mm. uh, really cool and unique, and I love the little dun 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 after the chorus, that little guitar thing. I don't know. I really that made me happy. Yeah. Um. Next, uh, Hunting for Sport, which comes soon after it. Oh, um, yeah, I think it's a great contrast to come after art school because it's got a, a little bit of a slower tempo and uh, more sick bass playing here. Uh, and then I'm going to go with uh, Trying to Fool You, which mm-hmm. has a chorus that just makes me want to like headbang so hard I snap my own neck. <laughs> it's just that the album is just so easy. It's so easy to listen to. It's like easy, fun listening because it's got the seamless transitionings and like the catchy, heavy choruses. It's like so perfect. But yeah. um, I definitely have finally. Some... Re- oh, let's go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was gonna go to my next song so you can finish your thought. Okay, so I that song reminds me of like playing fucking Destiny Two or Destiny okay. One and being okay. like speed running some uh exotic drops so oh yeah like, like jumping around really fast and like killing everything and then being like <laughs> like humming the chorus yeah. of that song dude i would i would totally put that song to like a, a montage of like my snowboarding clips or something if i had any do it but do it yeah way. yeah maybe i will that would be mine sweet, would be but, mine would um, be rap snitch knishes that would be my oh, that'd be that'd be a, that'd be a cool vibe yeah yeah um but anyways finally to round out my top four i've got you're killing me which I, I think is the most popular track on the album. Uh, it has a great cadence. I love kind of how it progresses, you know, it kind of builds up. Uh, it's, yeah, just like the rest of the album, it's super upbeat, super fun. Uh, yeah, quality track on this quality album. Dude, it's good shit. I, yeah. Um, I, I would recommend. I would recommend art school. Um, yep. Sorry, someone a random ass number has been facetiming me for the past couple of days. Oh, that's kind of weird. And I don't want to answer because I don't want that awkward confrontation. I would never answer a FaceTime from a random number. So, Are you kidding me? Yeah, but um, okay. But I would say art school, crash test rating eat shit trying to fool you you're killing me and i'm my own doctor so that's like what five i said that that might be like more than half the album but well yeah. i would recommend this whole album there's not a hundred percent i mean it's 37 minutes there i think everyone a bad song either like even the songs that are yeah. like summertime and name brand which are songs that i said aren't my favorite are so fucking good and so fun yeah. to sing along. I with. think yeah, everyone man. can realistically find 37 minutes throughout their week if they're really interested. So I 100% would give it a try if you if you either like us are huge fans of the pop punk kind of alt rock genre and kind of miss when you were in, in that kind of lane or if you have no idea what we're talking about and and you want to have that experience for the first time yourself, uh this would be a great starting place. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree that this album is so good. It, 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 yeah, I thanks, mean, dude. If you're watching the YouTube edition of this 
podcast, which we do post on YouTube, everybody. We do. We post on Amazon. We post on Spotify, Apple Music, and um, and YouTube. But YouTube, you see yes. our beautiful faces on webcam. Just a little plug there, a little shameless plug. But I have this huge smile on my face every once in a while because I click on a song to listen to it on Spotify on my computer. And that shit just is like the – it's just the fucking – Oh, it's, yeah, it's so good. It's so like good. the song "Trying to Fool You" is so good. Yeah. Oh, this is Lord. this is maybe the first time that I can remember on Classic Mixup that I prefer the album that you gave me to the one that I gave you. <laughs> um, because yeah, usually I'm I'm giving some of my my more favorite albums, some of my more beloved, but this greatest hits by Remo Drive has already kind of already kind of jumped into. Probably one of my Run favorites for the next little bit. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, dude, I'm excited like to so continue cool. to listen to this. Yeah, uh, dude, I got more I'm stuff. Also to, to, I'm also excited to go to their their similar artists and explore a little bit oh, because dude, yeah. I, I could get back into that, this for sure. That's a lot of I stuff. I see Mom Jeans right there. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's how I got into Mom Jeans. Okay. It's through their recommended. But like all of these, Heart Attack Man is really good. Charmer. I don't know what you see, but I'm looking. Through. Yeah, mine are slightly different. I, I do see Slaughter uh, Beach Dog. Sla- I don't know if you see Slaughter Beach. Dog. I see Slaughter Beach Dog. Yeah, he's big with like TikTok, like uh, the indie okay. girls on TikTok. Not well, the, I, I don't know if indie dudes on TikTok like Slaughter Beach Dog, but I know a lot. Well, of I tend to identify a lot with the indie girls, given my obsession with you know her highness Claro and Phoebe. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm a big Phoebe Bridgers fan. Uh, I have to admit, and Clara. I do. I am, um, and I'm Lord. getting. I'm becoming more and more of of a yeah. TV Bridgers fan every day. Yeah. If we're if we're if we're done talking about um, um oh yeah Remo no drive yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah no I I have some speaking of Phoebe Bridgers I guess uh, for a smooth segue um she she recently released um like a like a Christmas kind of EP mm-hmm. uh, like Christmas just, songs. Yeah. Oh, you listen to it too. Okay, yes, perfect. Sir. It's like it's called something wine or let's drink so much wine. wine. Yeah, so much it's wine. almost like part three of our. It's almost be like our third album of the week. Um, I'm pulling it up. Gosh, that album was was powerful, man. That EP, I, I should say. Yeah, I I didn't. I, you know, I should have expected this going into it, but I I didn't expect it to to be like so powerful and so like emotional. I guess um, it's so sad for a Christmas. It's album. so sad. Which I, I don't, yeah, even like, yeah, it's so sad, but like, that kind of fits the vibe for the winter. I mean, like, without being too cliche or cringe, I mean, like, it is kind of shitty right now. Like, life during the winter kind of sucks. The sun's down and like, everyone's always busy and just, I don't know, man. I kind of identify with this album. I love Christmas. Don't and get me wrong. It's a fucking lie that it's because of the weather. That shit is, it's, it's everywhere. Everybody is just fucking it's just that yeah. time of year. Everybody's right. Like, oh, it's not It's weather. not just in Michigan. No. You know, even it's if you're listening everywhere. to this in, in sunny Florida, it's just that time of year. It's like. Yeah. Cool. I, I, I personally, I like the winter weather. Me too. You know? I like. I, I don't I, I don't get cold too easily. You know, I like wearing sweatshirts. I like wearing, you know, whatever hoodies. I love snowboarding. I like hockey. You know, I'm usually, I usually enjoy the winter. But yeah, man, it's a slog sometimes to get through these days. Cause yeah, I just know, like for me, it's I know that Christmas is almost here. 
and I love Christmas. Yeah, I, I, I'm a very jolly person. Um, I actually yeah. do really like Christmas. I'm a big JC guy also, like Riley says. So. Oh, yeah, big, big JC guy. Me, on the yeah. other hand, love me some pagans, you know? Yeah, well, when I saw Phoebe Bridgers doing Silent Night, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh, is Phoebe Bridgers a a, a big JC guy? And then I'm like, you yeah, probably not. Judging by, yeah, no, judging by uh, the newsreel in the back talking about all the murder and death in the world, probably not. But yeah, yeah. well, I mean, JC, he, he there's a reason for all that murder and death, right? Yeah, I, I you know, well, I, don't know. I don't know, dude. I I, I don't think you know that. It, I'm just, I, I don't think anyone knows, but I think Phoebe Bridgers knows how to make a good knows. fucking song. If we had JC himself on the stream, he'd be like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Shit. Yeah, you know, that's that's a topic that, you know, whatever. <laughs> let, let, let's just say whatever, you know, holidays you celebrate in December, if any. I hope you enjoy them. Hanukkah, I, hope they're, I hope they're happier Hanukkah. for you than Phoebe Bridgers were for her. Uh, but she just got engaged. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she's happy currently in I'm real sure, life. Well, but Phoebe Bridgers just makes depressing ass music. So, and she's damn good at it. Yeah, that's hey. If it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? I completely agree, man. And she and she blew me away with this six song little EP, dancing. dude. She gets dude. I, I woke up on whatever day this dropped. I think it was December first. I woke up, and I'm like, oh shit. Uh, Phoebe November seventeenth. Okay, then that day. Um, <laughs> Oh shit! November seventeenth. Okay, no, I just listened to this like this week, but whatever day that I heard this dropped, I woke up. And I'm like, oh shit! Phoebe Bridgers EP. Like, I'm gonna have to give this a spin for sure. And like, I, I, I it really set the tone for my whole day. I was like, God damn, I'm depressed now. But, <laughs> I, dude, no, that's not how actually, I like, but I love. I think it's not that I love Phoebe Bridgers more and more as time goes on, but I appreciate her songwriting. And that's because yeah. of my girlfriend. Like my girlfriend, like is like, oh, this song is so good, and she'll be like, well, well shout out your girlfriend. Part. Yeah, she might she be on the Christmas up. special. She might, she might force her way yeah. onto set and punch yeah. me and beat me up. And, yeah. No, should mind. we talk? Um, should we talk Christmas special real quick? Yeah, go, let's do it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I, I guess I'll, I'll lay out the, the classic mix-up schedule here for the next couple of weeks. Um. So you are seeing this on December 9th, uh, which is a Friday as always, as usually Friday, mm-hmm. we release these. Um, we're going to take Friday the 16th off. Uh, me and Riley are really busy. We have finals week and stuff like that and just the holiday I season. Mean, when are you driving back home? That Friday? Uh, I don't know yet, but I'm figuring it okay. out. But um, that, yeah, that week. Um, okay. But yeah, we're gonna we're we're gonna um, take a week off to uh, prepare our end of the year album of the year lists and maybe song of the year lists and maybe other oh, miscellaneous. Just everything, dude. We're gonna be talking yeah. about everything. So yeah, we're gonna do a 2022 wrap up Christmas slash New Year um, slash end of yeah, the year. It's gonna special. be a party. It's gonna be a little. Party. It's gonna be an extravaganza. We're hoping to get some special guests on. We're going to talk about our favorite moments in music of the year. Uh, you know, we've only been doing classic mix-ups since, I want to say, September or October. So we missed, you know, most of the year. But we're going to wrap it up. Um, but a lot, about... of the, a lot of the best music dropped while we were doing this podcast, luckily. Yeah, there was some great stuff that we've already talked about on this podcast. You know, if you want to check out episode three and I believe maybe episode seven, like seven or eight. We, we, those are our episodes where we talked about purely 2022 music, but we're going to be doing a whole episode dedicated to the year of 2022. 
uh, yeah, we, we hope you join us. Um, it's going to be really jolly. Fun. We're going to try to put some production into it. Uh, do a, maybe a skit, like an opening skit for the YouTube video. For the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. It's in talks. We're but yeah. And the, the special guests are in talks also, but we might get some, some special guest action. So yeah, Dude, it'll be live. Uh, it'll, we'll have jolly music and yeah, we'll, uh, we're, we're really excited for that. So uh, we hope, hope you join us on that. I'm going to do a little bit of advertising on Twitter about that and just, yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. Oh, uh, we might, uh, oh, I guess we don't have a big enough fan base, but we could run on a little charity donation thing if we really wanted to. Oh, that'd be that cool. Big of fan base, but I well, know. I don't know, but uh, if that's something that anyone would be interested in, we sh- we would definitely. Yeah. Look into we'll it, so. reach out to anybody that listens, you know, we'll just follow yeah. our Twitter. Yeah. You know where to find us. Pod. Um, everything's public at classic mix a pod that's where yep. we post a lot of updates and we'll probably do a uh, um, do a little poll on if we should do a donation thing so sure you know do a little fundraiser yeah so yeah but, um, that's our little uh, advertisement for yeah holiday special yeah it'll be fun wear yeah. santa hats some sweaters bet Get yourself yeah. an Anaheim Ducks winter hat because you're a fucking traitor. Yeah, yeah. I'm get. I'm I'm ditching the uh, Anaheim Ducks license plate holder. By the way, I got a. I got an MTU Huskies one. So. Oh, okay. That's okay. That's actually like valid. That's fair. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know the Ducks yeah. suck. I don't. I don't even watch the NHL anymore ever since I started watching college hockey. So. Well, the Red Wings are doing better now, so yeah, they are. I've actually caught a couple of Red Wings game. I watched the game last night against yeah. the Lightning. They oh my god, that was so satisfying. Fuck. Yeah, that was nice. Fuck the Lightning for real. I hate those guys. But yeah, oh, dude. Yeah, I guess you want to do a little what we're listening to. I know. You're yeah, I mean, to- my I, I kind of started it with the with the Phoebe Bridgers thing because that was on my mind, mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been listening you got? to uh, fuck Jack Johnson. Love me some Jack Johnson nice. as, as usual. Of course. Um, some mediocre bad guy symbol in my driveway. Uh, I got into – I resaved Dark Red by Steve Lacey. For some reason, I unsaved it because it's a good it ass song. shuffled so much. Uh, Elliot Smith, a bunch of Elliot Smith. Uh, Remo Drive, I got basically the whole album resaved because, again – Back in the day, I would unsave music I didn't want to listen to anymore instead of just okay. making new playlists. So really stupid. But and then I have more Elliot Smith. Uh, I got to the Arm and Hammer album with Alchemist and the song Stone. Oh yeah, that I've been listening to a lot. That's my favorite song off it. That song is fucking. Oh, Silly so Woods good. verse on that song is like sickeningly good. It's like it's so disgusting. Good. So good. It like makes me want to puke by how good it is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's so good. Um, it's like disturbing, but it's a lot amazing. of I got I saved a whole bunch of Lumineers music that I used to listen to a lot. Uh, probably okay. in the vein of getting back into Remo Drive, I was like, "Hey, you know what band I really liked in high school?" And I kind of fucked yeah. off from because I was like, "Oh, that's not cool enough for me to listen to." It was <laughs> Lumineers, and I love the people. Like, I think I love the fan base of the Lumineers ten thousand times over any other band that I listen to. Those people I vibe with. Um, That's cool, and so I didn't realize how many Lumineer songs I actually love until I went back and saved a bunch of stuff. Um, they don't have a bad album, Lumineers. So, uh, let's see. 
this band Sunbeam Sound Machine. Pretty good. It's kind of like a Mac DeMarco y kind of sounding band. Um Nick Drake. He he's a guy that like he did like like folk, you know, Nick Drake. Yeah. Pink Moon. Yeah. Uh yeah, from from the morning off of Pink Moon. Okay. So if you know that album. Uh yeah, yeah. This band Mind Force, so good. It's such a fucking good hardcore band. It's so fun. They kind of sound like Turnstile, but like old Turnstile. And uh, okay. it's so good. I've been bumping them. My new, uh, I like kind of started a new playlist and it's it's bumping. I started a new playlist too. We get I started a-, a new playlist and it fucking bangs, man. It was so good that I had to tweet about it. Um, it's bumping. Yeah, dude. I made a playlist for like, like the winter kind of vibe and, and specifically for listening to while I go snowboarding. And, oh, yeah. you know, usually I, I, for like the, the winter playlist, like the winter season, I try to capture the songs that are kind of chill and low key, but like still go hard, you know, cause mm-hmm. there's a, a, that has that, that's a. Like trying song, to fool you. Know? Yeah. That would be a good one. I think I, I actually already have some remote drive on there, but yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah. I have your killer man trying to fool you on there already. Um, yeah. I have uh, a lot of Mavi and West side gun type of stuff where it's like, uh, uh, Earl Sweatshirt, you know, that's perfect. Holy James, you know, I where know. it's not over the top, but it still goes hard. Right. Um, um, I Speaking of a little bit of a, a snowboarding thing, I saw you got those new uh, boots, those new... Uh, Dude, yeah, the bindings. I'm so bindings. excited to get those. Yeah. Those are sick. So if, if anyone wants to be a snowboarder, real quick, I'll just explain. Um, my bindings, my bindings broke last year and I limped through the year with them broken, but like, so they're screwed into the board, you know, underneath mm. and like one of my screws went bad. And like, so basically I was riding on three screws. So everything was kind of wobbly, but it is what it, 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 it worked for the, for the while. You know what, dude, you know what, dude, what? I've never what? snowboarded before. I should come up and visit and dude, that'd be snowboard. fucking sick. That'd be so yeah, I'll just but, stay, um, stay in the dorm. <laughs> Like sleep in the dorm. <laughs> I got a couch. I mean, it's not very big, but it's, it's there. You just give me but, a uh, anyway. Anyways, I, I need a new binding, so I figured, you know, I'm gonna upgrade to to step in bindings. So if you don't know, for snowboarding, you have your bindings, which is what binds you to the board. Literally, it holds your boots onto the board. So the old school traditional bindings that a lot of people still rock that I had until this year, like just now, you gotta like put the strap in the ratchet and like ratchet it shut and like physically crank it. Yeah. It takes like like maybe 20, 30 seconds and you have to like sit on your ass in the snow and do it. At least I do. Cause I can't balance well enough to do it standing up. And it's just annoying. No one likes doing it, but it's kind of an accepted thing that you have to do in snowboarding until enter a couple years ago, the technological advancement of the step in binding, which works kind of like ski boots, how you step into skis, you kind of like put your foot in and then just like click and you're like click. locked in. Yeah. So they have that for snowboards now. And uh, I did it. You know, I, I I dropped a decent amount of money, but dude, uh, those must be a pretty penny. They were they they ran me about. Uh, <laughs> actually, I actually I got it? I got a deal. I got it for four. Oh, so, but yeah. oh yeah, I was gonna say I was like okay, so you got fifty bucks off of them. I got fifty bucks off. I got a ten percent off, so I got fifty that, bucks off them. I'm, awesome. I'm I'm not I'm no not paying for it all though. That shit is nice. No, yeah, well, uh, that's gonna be Christmas from my mom is part oh, of that, gosh. and then yeah, and then the other part of it I'm paying sure, for. Dude. I yeah. was, uh, I think I was trying to get some a good uh, tattoo out of Christmas this year. Ooh, for my dad get a what little. What are you tattoo. thinking about? So I have these two tattoos planned for my mom, my sister. Uh, I was gonna get my uh, a ballerina, 
tattoo on my arm for my sister because okay. she was a dancer. And then um, and then a Jack of Hearts card for my mom because her nickname is Jax. So nice. uh, get her a little little and those those are tattoos that i won't regret you know they're not like oh yeah oh i'm gonna get a clown jerking off on my arm you know like, no, <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's like you're getting really fucking kanye on your arm and, and like, yeah no nazi and but i think that like like i mean my ta- my two tattoos i only have two tattoos but mm-hmm. siri just started talking to me what the fuck um sorry but uh fucking my two tattoos are uh, Beatles and Tribal Quest. Both groups mm-hmm. don't perform anymore and both have dead members. So that's why I got I'm like, okay, yeah, nothing right. will be able to be fucked up. You know, like nothing right. will be able to be messed up. So but yeah, those two tattoos. So I might try to get a uh you know a little bit of cash from my dad for a Christmas gift. That's awesome. My dad listens to this podcast. That, so dad, you know, wink. Shout out dad dude, Mr. Greenwood, you gotta hook Riley up, dude. Those are gonna be Help, sick tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. help me out splash some cash yeah no, not, he doesn't have to just but that's a that's kind of like i might do that for christmas if anybody's like hey yeah. i want to get you a gift i don't know what to get you i'm like give me money for a tattoo that shit nice. that i love or clothes nice. find yeah. some shitty shirt for me to wear like this yeah. shirt i like getting clothes and i like getting money to put towards stuff obviously like i got these bindings coming that i'm i'm gonna put some money towards so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. christmas it's pretty good now that you're now it that is. I'm older, it's just like so easy. It's just like give me money. Yeah, literally. But I, I, I like yeah. Or clothes. My, my family like, sometimes doesn't like when I say that, but yeah, I usually default to clothes or a gift card of some sort. So yeah. Dude, uh, you know what I, I, I wanna not forget to to say that I listened to, by the way. Um this is like throwing it back like way back, but remember you like recommended me to listen to this guy, uh Christian Lee Hudson. I, I finally, uh, I was going through my records of like, what do I have to listen to? Because I, I, I write that shit down, you know, and uh, I, I listened to his album called Beginners and uh, it was mm-hmm. pretty good. Mm-hmm. Definitely kind of up my alley. It was a good vibe. I it's listened to it. Yeah, I listened to it kind of late at night. I was just like chilling. It was like really like 11 at night and I was bored. And I'm like, I'm going to listen to the album before I go to sleep. And like, that was a really good choice. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, good. And then it's, the it's, other it's, new. Oh, his album after that is just mm-hmm. as good and i've only okay yeah a couple songs of it i might want to check that out because he he kind of fits the the vibe that i'm i'm looking for in that type of music but uh the other news list thing i listened to i'm assuming you haven't tapped into it but uh metro boomin dropped an album uh called heroes and villains obviously with mm-hmm. a ton of features on it uh i think it's awesome i like a lot of songs on it um just to highlight a few that i've been really into uh Niagara Falls, Walk 'em Down, Feel the Fire, uh, Metro Spider, Amazing Young Thug Verse. But yeah, really the whole thing kind of really impressed me. I was I was kind of surprised by by how good that shit was. So yeah. Wanted to highlight that. Mm-hmm. Might might make might have some might make it on some end of the year lists. You'll have to, oh. to tune in, in in a couple weeks to find out. But yeah. I watched a clip of I Am Dante reacting to this song. Hold on, I'll find it. Metro Boomin. Uh, let's see. I'll find it. It'll take me like two seconds. Um, yeah, no, you're good. I also listened to some Minecraft music this week. Oh, that should. Do you have you. a? Do you have a, Do you have a top Minecraft song? There's a Ooh, correct answer. That's why cap. I'm asking you. 
Yes, dude. That's why we're. That's that's why that's what. On this so podcast you, you know my friend Wyatt, right? You're familiar. Yeah. Me yeah, yeah, and yeah. him in like fourth grade used to wake up at like five in the morning to play Minecraft before elementary awesome. school. And uh, we would have our, we had this little server that we would play on and we were neighbors mm-hmm. in the neighborhood and I was a big troll. So I'd try shooting TNT at his house, all this kind of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. but we would always make up in the end until we didn't one day. And that's a story for another day. But uh, <laughs> we, uh, um, we would put on every, every time we played, we, we made, no matter what world we run, we would try to get the record cat. And we played on the record yeah, player obviously. and get cat. And we would do our mining. We'd bring a record thing with us, like a record player with us. Yeah, the cat. jukebox. Yeah. 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 Cat is legendary. I, I was I was having this conversation with my friends at school when we were listening to the Minecraft music. I'm like, guys, like there is a right answer. Like it's cat or 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 you're wrong, honestly. And my roommate agreed with me. He's a cat enjoyer. Our other friend, or, not so much. So or the opening, I, I was shocked. The original opening theme song. Yeah, yeah, like like the do 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 yeah. do 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 do. Now it's yeah. different. Oh really? Yeah, they have different ones. What a but, shame. Uh, I have not touched the game in a uh, long time, but dude, uh, shout out Cat, dude. Don't you don't have Cat is a it's... certified banger. What? I had to put that uh, out on the podcast. A, my friend Wyatt, we were gonna. Uh, he has a. a tape burner so he was gonna burn a tape of all of the minecraft music onto a tape for me mm-hmm. and it, that was like two years ago and it still hasn't happened but i remember well, that would have been cool dude yeah i want to i don't have a tape deck I, I have like a whole stereo setup in my i mean my room right i want to get a yeah. tape deck to where i can play tapes because i can play cds vinyl sweet. and aux but I want to get a tape deck. You're missing a tape deck, yeah. That'd be an awesome addition. Yeah, I gotta find one for cheap. Get some cat on the tape deck, dude. Hell yeah. Just get it. Hey, it fuels my addiction of buying physical music. True. Go to a fucking record store and buy all their cheap tapes of albums I've already heard hundreds of times. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like man, I have I already have this album sitting here at my fingertips, and I can listen to it anytime. I have anywhere. three versions of the of this Black Keys record that I bought <laughs> yeah. the colored vinyl, I bought the original version, and I have the deluxe version. How about I buy it on tape now? No, uh, yeah. Well, to each their own. But yeah, yeah. Did you find what you were looking up? By the way, I I, I don't know what you were looking up. Oh, um. Dude, I, I can just give it in like a minute. Just talk about you got something else to talk about. You know, um, I can just read off some of the things that I've been fucking with, which I started doing. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Earl sweatshirt, big. I listened to some rap songs today. Kind of ties into how shitty life is right now, in general, not specifically to me. I guess I'm I'm doing all right, but uh, I listened to Dial It by Playboy Cardi today. Um, Oh, one of the things I've been absolutely obsessed with, I listen to at least a song off it every single day, is uh, the Ferris Wheel on Fire EP by Neutral Milk Hotel, which was like an early demo EP by them. God damn it is good. Uh, It's on Jeff Magnum's website right now. If you look it up, you can uh, download it for free. Um, So I got the files for that on my Apple Music. Um, I listened to the Green Album by Weezer yesterday underrated from weezer i think it's her third best album super poppy upbeat very fun album puts a smile on my face usually 
All right, um, okay, good. Umbrella. That B switch yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. That's but why that's with Metro 21 Boomin. Savage. Yeah, with 21 Savage. Or, yeah, with 21 Savage and uh, Young Nudie. Yeah. Yeah. 21 Savage went crazy on this album. Um, we talked a couple weeks ago about her loss with Drake. Mm-hmm. How 21 Savage kind of fell flat a little. Didn't really – he didn't really embrace his, his typical style. Um, on this Metro Boomin <laughs> album, he was totally allowed to to – do what he likes to do and guy I, I like 21 on this over the Drake album by far. Easily. I mean that that should not be a debate for anyone. I mean the Drake album is all right. Like it's a decent album, mm. but he kind of had 21 in a box. And I don't like 21 being it. 21. Can you do some for me? <laughs> Can you hit a little rich flex for me? My roommate loves that song. I don't I, I don't know. What song is that called? Rich Flex. Oh, what was the other one that's that's off, that's off of that song? Oh, that album. That's off the Metro album, or the oh, or no, her lost? Jimmy Cooks. Oh, Jimmy Cooks rocks. I love that song. I feel like Jimmy Cooks sound. I feel like Drake makes the same five songs and just renames them. Lately, I just yeah. don't like Drake. Can we I know. be real with you? I feel like we do this every week, low key. I don't like Drake. Like I don't get it. There's I, nothing I wrong used with to that. Fuck with Drake. Like, I remember putting on, like, Passion Fruit for my grandma when she drove me home in middle school. Passion Fruit from miles away. And then it being yeah, like, a uh, what's a uh, bad for me? Or it's a uh, nice for what? I like that song. But, and then Views oh. was really good. Mm-hmm. And then, like so going back, this is going back. You know, Views, you got Okay, I gotta go. I gotta go pretty far back for this. <laughs> um, <laughs> realizing that Drake hasn't put out a actually like unique album in a long time. It's been um, a little bit. Fuck yeah! I, I, fucking uh, more life uh, views. What a time to be alive! Like that shit is so good. Like Jumpman, thirty for thirty freestyle. Yeah. Like that shit is what I I love. What a time to be alive. Um, personally, I'm a big future fan. Uh, and yeah, I really like the album. Mm. Summer 16. Yeah, it was certainly Uh, a time. uh, Um, I also am a views fan. A lot of people don't like views. Um, yeah, I'm a a pretty big, I'm a pretty big Drake fan. Dude, that reminds. This fucking album reminds like controller reminds me of oh, dude summertime summer sixteen. So yeah, I was like thirteen. So it's like um dude that shit crazy. What was I doing, this, bro? Like everything like kind of came out when I was first getting into rap, so obviously I heard it everywhere. Yeah. Fuck. Anyway, dude, that's a that's a throwback. Class you know, yeah. classic mix up throwback there. Yeah, it is. And it, it's oh. kind of sad to see where Drake's gone, but I don't know. Anyways, going going back to what I was saying, I guess we kind of got off topic, is I am a big fan of what 21 Stavis did on the new Metro album, and I, I recommend it. I thought it was very good. Mm. I, I yeah, that's what I I've like been listening well. to. I, look at yeah. it. I, I don't hate it. It just sits and not what I listen to right now. So Yeah, of course. That's cool. But yeah, um, I was going to ask about 
uh, what we're listening to next week, but I forgot. Uh, we're we're skipping a week, dude. Yeah, I'm just going to be listening to all my favorite 2022 albums and trying to put together a list. Yeah, and Remo Drive, yes. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, um, anything to end it off with? Yeah, I, I guess just... Um, Help us grow the brand. You know, follow us on Twitter at Classic Mixup Pod. If you're watching the YouTube video, you can see it scrolling across the screen right, right there. Oh, and it's yep. over there. Now at the bottom, on the YouTube video, on the YouTube video, it'll be at the bottom. Yep. Uh, when you follow us on there, you can see me and Riley's personal Twitter profiles. We use them sometimes, some of us more than others. Um, you do use it more, but it's I a, use I it a lot more. But... I'm I'm every other day reposting something. You know. Yeah, I mean, I'm. You should not be as addicted to Twitter as I am. I'll be the first to admit that. Um, in fact, I say delete your social media. It's horrible for you. But if you're going to have it, at least follow us. Um, tell your friends if you have friends who are into music. Uh, yeah, help us just grow the dream, grow the brand. Uh, yeah, we want to um, – I guess, like, I was, I was thinking about this, but we can talk about this a little bit off pod. But, like, I mean, one day, you know, I'd like to open up some avenues from this this podcast because I love what, what we do here. I love – Yeah, I agree. Story. And I feel like that if we get a big enough fan base one day, I would love to do some like community stuff being like donating and uh, kind of maybe philanthropy, like starting our own nonprofit kind of thing. Right. Maybe, you know, put, you some, never put some good into the world. Well, yeah. Cause uh, I, you know, that's something that I'd want, like with a Patreon or something like that, we donate stuff right. or, so, you know, just help us grow the brand. I, I know that we're pretty entertaining guys. We taught, we're pretty intellectual about our, we try. If you've made it this far in this episode, and if you've made it this far to episode 11 in our existence, I mean, that's cool. Good for you. We appreciate you. Yeah. We'll keep doing this forever as long as we can. So, Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. I, I see no signs of stopping. We're really excited for what's to come in the future. So yeah, I guess my, my final words will be just uh, stay tuned and thank you for watching. And yeah. uh, I hope we see you in the next one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, for sure. Catch you guys later. Bye. Bye.